Welcome to Stacy Connects. Woohoo, it's a new era. No longer Don't Ask Me to Talk. Now Stacy Connects with uh, Don't Ask Me to Talk, the new iteration of it, uh, starting, it was supposed to be this Thursday. However, understandably, we're being preempted by Gonzaga basketball. So March Madness ensues. We wait a week. It's all good. Uh, so welcome, everyone. It's the same show, different name. If you can't listen live each week, then you can continue to find this show, Stacy Connects, under the name Don't Ask Me to Talk, wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure that you text D-A-M-T-T to 55678 and you will get show details. If you would like to connect, if you have a comment or a question, you are welcome to call into the studio. The number is 425-373-5527 or... In my mother's case, it's probably like five on her speed dial. Uh, you can also find me through my website, stacyconnects.com. Okay, first I want to say welcome to my guest, Amy Lowers, like flowers without the F. Exactly. That's what my mother-in-law used to tell me. <laughs> so the way that I remembered is that when Pete and I were getting married, he was friends with this guy named Kevin Lau. And I remember him because... He, when he RSVP'd to our wedding, he was like, oh, yeah, me and my girlfriend will be there or something like that. And it was like, we didn't invite your girlfriend. And so those are the kinds of things that when you're planning a wedding. Hugely important. Right. Like you're suddenly like, uh, what? You realize that there's a person count here that I'm planning on. Right. You, you just can't have an extra plus one. Without being told so. Right. And because I was young and stupid versus being old and stupid now, uh, my mother was obviously like in command central of our wedding. And so the minute that I got engaged, it was like something out of like a movie where it's like computer came down and my mom was like, it's okay. I've secured the venue, the florist, like the cater, like the whole thing. And... She was like, we're going to do invitations that don't have a um, an RSVP card. Now, that is very confusing to people. They do not know what to do without an RSVP card. Very true. Now, I was raised to know that you say, Mr. and Mrs. Peter Thomas Heller, accept with pleasure your kind invitation for June the 13th, blah, blah, blah. Many people did not. So I still have to this day all of the responses of people like, I must have lost the response card or, <laughs> you know, Kevin Lau saying, I'm bringing my girlfriend. And then I think somebody else was like, if there's chicken, I'll have chicken. <laughs> so you, you didn't specify for folks that no plus one? Well, again, so it's the etiquette thing, right? right. So if it says and family, it means the children are invited. If it says Mr. Kevin Lau and guest, there's the plus one. The invitation went to Mr. Kevin Lau because he hadn't been dating anybody with enough seriousness that she warranted an invitation. But, I mean, it's 
typically implied that if you're inviting somebody Is that it? they're bringing a guest, unless you specify that that's not the case. See, so I, I'm on Kevin's side on this one. Oh, Sorry, I'm on Stacey's Stacey. side with this one. <laughs> I'm you on can tell Stacey's Eric has not gotten married yet. <laughs> he has not been in charge of planning a wedding. It's like I it, just it is this crucial because it is details crucial are important with that, though you know, and you, the details may be sharp on your side, but they're you know to the general public they wouldn't necessarily be in focus. Well, unless you specify. I don't know. I sort of feel like if the invitation comes addressed to you, just your name, then mm-hmm. maybe if there's a question on your side, it's like, oh, hey, can I bring my girlfriend, my partner, my like massage therapist? Yeah. <laughs> I think you need you can ask. With weddings, it's a different thing. But mm, I don't know. But you know what? <laughs> You will get a call from my mother. She won't want to talk to me, and she will tell you <laughs> that you're wrong. <laughs> I I just think if if you're saying like, oh, it's got to be just single individuals, that needs to be spelled out. Like this is a, a very close knit, small event. You know, some kind of explanation for why somebody wouldn't immediately think, oh, me and a guest are coming. Because pretty much universally for any kind of event. If you get an invite, it's you and a guest. Unless the invitation does not specify that, like Stacy was saying, to her point. You know, you just had that but, Kevin well, Lau we on there, right, right? without guests. But. You know what? We need an etiquette expert. <laughs> we do. I need to pull out my um, my book of etiquette, my Emily Post. Emily Post. Actually. That I use when I'm doing a Zoom call and I need to raise up my computer. <laughs> Maybe I can use it for something other than. Well, and there is etiquette versus what I would say is like modern common sense. So you're arguing for like updated common sense. And I'm making the argument for the etiquette, wedding etiquette. So what ended up happening, though? Did you say? Well, of course. I'm a good hostess. (laughs) No, of course. It was like, sure, bring your floozy. And um, who he later married. So that's cool. Well, that's good. <laughs> See, I think <laughs> it all good. worked out then. It totally did. And Excellent. a lovely guy. And that helps me remember how to say your name. Woof. Look at me circling back. All right. Back I think your to- mom is calling <laughs> to tell me I'm wrong. Oh, is she? <laughs> yeah. I love it. So stand by. Okay. Oh, there's our <laughs> etiquette expert. Right? She's totally the etiquette expert. I love it so much. Um, We'll see what she has to say. All right. So- while poor Eric is talking with mom, I will continue. Uh, last week, I spent a lot of time talking about Charlie. And uh, for those of you that are keeping score, he went to the doctor today. So hooray. I don't know what happened because, again, he's 19 and goodness knows what goes on. However, he is under a doctor's care. And so... And actually, I don't think that I'm giving too much away. He sees Dr. Busy, as I do. Uh, she is the um, naturopathic uh, general practitioner. And I think he appreciates the fact that she does alternative medicine. Like, she's a general practitioner. However, she also embraces alternative types of medicine. Okay, he's back. Okay, was it her? What'd she say? She says, I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Stacy, what? 
I love Eric, but he is in big trouble. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> and guess what? If I give him a, something, I'm going to give him an etiquette book. Wow. That's... No, Eric, I do love you, but I disagree <laughs> totally with you. Fair enough. Okay? Well, we'll go out for drinks and we'll talk about it. You can, okay. You can write, <laughs> you can write invitations to something. <laughs> Well, I'll let you go back. I hope I don't call you again. That, well, I guess <laughs> nobody better mess up again. I mean, <laughs> mom does not, like, there is, like, etiquette. You do not mess with etiquette. Were you impressed that I know how to respond to a wedding invitation without a response card by heart? Who? Me. Oh, I know you do. Hey. I mean, that's a given. It's like saying you're our father. Exactly. If if you're a wasp from the East Coast that's raised a certain way, it's a hundred percent like the Our Father. Yeah, yeah. It is. So anyway, um, Wait, all right. Protestants I'll let you go. Enjoy Arthur? your guest. I think so. <laughs> all right. What was her name? Amy. Hi, Amy. Hello. Why, have I met you? I don't uh, think so. I don't think so. She okay. she hasn't been traumatized by you yet. <laughs> but I completely agree with you on the whole wedding <laughs> invite thing. And someday, if Eric gets married, he will quickly understand. No, the I'm going to spell it thing. out. <laughs> when Eric gets married, I want to be invited, and maybe I can even help arrange the wedding. Oh, you'll well, get aren't some you lucky. I'd offer my green and white tablecloths, but in spite of paying full for them to be made, we didn't get to keep them. <laughs> oh, Stacey, you remember all those things. All right, I'll let you go. And I love your show, and I'll go back to. Um, I'll go back to listening. Oh, gee, thanks. That's, that's okay. Big of you. My love to y'all. Bye. Bye. Wow. So supportive. Cute. <laughs> I think it'll be great on your invitations. It will say Joan Emmerich, and if you want to bring the glop, them too. Sure. Right? <laughs> of it's course. I mean, very... she's not going anywhere without glop. <laughs> <laughs> the glop, if you don't know, Amy, it is the uh, glorious or gorgeous ladies of Penswood. And Penswood is the community that my mother lives in outside uh, of Philly okay. uh, in Newtown, Pennsylvania. And uh, she and her friends listen weekly. I think they make up half my listeners. Well, hello, Stacy's mom's friends. Right? Nice to have you. Right? So I also know that they go to Wendy's, don't they? Ah, yes, yes they, they like do. The, they like the Wendy's. My kids love the um, the whole, you know, like the frosty, and then of course the dipping of the French fries. I have in not the frosty. I, this is not a thing that I do. I are you a fry in the frosty kind of a guy? Absolutely, really. If it's a chocolate frosty, then heck yeah. That's so weird. That's like chicken and waffles. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. I can't I love know. it. It says whole, like, sweet and salty. Yeah, exactly. I, I guess so. I don't know, but cold and hot. Yeah. Huh. It yeah. works. I guess I'm cold on the cold and hot. You never had, like, a hot brownie or a warmed up piece of cake with a, a scoop of ice cream on top? Yeah, but that's different somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but in my head, I'm like, <laughs> but that's sweet and sweet. Okay, yeah. What about like pineapple on pizza? But you don't like you no. know, salted no. salted caramel uh, bonbons, for instance? Yeah. All right. We're just, we're, you and I are going to have a lot of conversations <laughs> offline here. <laughs> we're going to have to get aligned here, especially as we're starting our show next week. Like, come on. Um, 
Okay, so I mentioned Charlie headed to the doctor. That's all great news. I found in a magazine that I 100% stole from her office. Sorry, Busy. Um, Psychology Today. And what caught my eye is the cover said, your hidden superpowers. And I was curious what Psychology Today would say are hidden superpowers. And I always say that my ADHD is a superpower. And so I was curious what they would say. And the reason I'm sharing this is because, interestingly, the... The stasiism that I have for this week was around hope. It's the thing that I had picked to talk about just because things are a little wonky in the world. And so hope just it seems like something that while intangible, it just it's something you can hold on to. And so this quote about he who has hope has everything. Sorry, I'm not getting emotional. I just was coughing. Um, Has everything. So what's interesting in picking that as the thing that I wanted to talk about and that if you have hope, you know, you can make anything happen. In this article, one of the superpowers besides imperfection, uh, routine, persuasion, satisfaction, nostalgia, desire, restlessness, and daydreaming is hope. And I thought that was so interesting. Um, And I love that it the first line says the power to access the belief that things can get better no matter the challenges can quite literally change the world. I like that. Right. It is so important to have hope because when you don't have hope, I mean, it's just kind of hopeless. (laughs) Well, yes, most definitely. (laughs) (laughs) definitely. But it's like, but what do you have to live for at that point? Right. And hope seems equated with attitude and approach Mm -hmm. to things, right? So if you're hopeful about it, then I feel like you have a better chance of a positive outcome because you're going in thinking like, ah, this will be great. So you're not kind of emotionally or whatever, psychologically loaded for bear thinking something's going to go wrong. Enough goes wrong without us, like, thinking about it. Oh, for sure. So that's my nugget of wisdom today. Great nugget. I Thank love you. It. It's it's no chicken nugget from <laughs> Wendy's, uh, but she gets the junior cheeseburger anyway. Okay, so we are going to take a short break, and then when we come back, we are going to talk with Amy Lowers, like flowers, about her journey and um, some of the things that are important to her. We'll be right back with Stacy Connects. Oh, I remembered. <laughs> Hi, I'm JDK Winnikin, host of This Show Is All About You. If you're like me, you seek many things in your life. Adventure, meaning, belonging, you have dreams, and you want fun, and of course, you want love. And we also want other people to join us along the path. But what happens when you don't know how to have all that or where to start? Well, join me every week to learn more about how, because I am just like you. So join me each week here on KKNW for This Show is All About You, a show about how you and me become we and what that means for all of us. And be sure to visit my website, wordsbyjdk.com. Whether it's fly fishing or French pastry, we all have something that makes our tail wag. Involuntary and instinctive, it's sparked by excitement, inspired by purpose, and it speaks to who we are. I'm Stacy Heller of Stacy Connects. 
I lead clients to the place that makes their tail wag. As a creative director, I bring ideas to life. As a podcast producer, I give ideas a voice. Stacy Connects. It's my superpower. If you want to connect with me, Stacy Heller, go to stacyconnects.com. Feelings of disconnect are the cause of an ever-surging mental health crisis. Many of us feel apathetic about ourselves, our work, home, and relationships. We don't know how to re-engage. I'm Greg Kuyper of Kuyper Counseling. At the Root focuses on emotional connection and how awareness is at the root of building healthy relationships with self and others. Join me weekly to re-engage with both. At the Root airs Mondays at 3.30 p.m. here on KKNW. Subscribe to the podcast or go to Kuyper Counseling. Alternative Talk 1150, local talk for the body, mind, and soul. Welcome back to Stacy Connects. I am here talking with Amy. And so Amy and I were talking. Amy's a little nervous. She's doing really well, right? Well, thanks for, you know, breaking that open to everybody. Well, <laughs> again, all about awkward and all about befriending the elephant in the room. There you go. That's very true. Yes. So, a little bit nervous. Never been, never done this before. So, well, it is like, uh, it's easy peasy. Not for everybody. I appreciate that. Um, I want to make sure that you're comfortable. So, we had spoken a little bit about some of the things that we have in common and how we met. So, first of all, uh, I have had Jennifer on as a guest before, mm-hmm. Jennifer Harris. She is a friend and neighbor, both in Issaquah, where I live um, all the time, and then our lake house in uh, at Veranda Beach in Oroville. And, uh, and Jennifer's my cousin. And Jennifer's your cousin. Which is how I know Jennifer. <laughs> right. And you stayed in our house in Veranda Beach. Yes, I did, which was absolutely fantastic. So cute. I mean, Veranda Beach is, you know, that was my first time ever going there. And it's so interesting how you're driving. You're in the middle of, quite honestly, absolutely nowhere. Mm -hmm. And then you turn into this little resort area and it's like, it is so adorable. It's like something straight out of um, Dirty Dancing. Or if you watch The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, also the Catskills, you know, it's just so cute. It's just that complete like 50s style vibe everybody's got the same house the doors that you know um i don't want what screen doors the screen doors yeah you know that they are loud when they close kind of because everybody's like in and out yes the movie that was with jim carrey um eric you know what it is there's lots of movies with the one where he's in the bubble and at the end he walks up to the like he takes his boat and he walks to the screen and then he leaves don't know. I have not seen that, but uh, let's see what our friend Google has to say. Okay. So check that out. Um, it is. It's a totally so idyllic cute. little yes. spot. And you're it, like out, again, out in the middle of nowhere, and then all of a sudden. Oh, are you talking about the Truman Show? Yes. Okay. That's it. Did you ever see that? Only, I think I've only seen I have seen. That's of one that. of the few Jim Carrey movies I have seen, but I don't remember him being in a bubble. Well, by bubble, I basically mean like movie set kind oh, of. A thing. I was thinking literal, literal. No, that <laughs> would be John Travolta, like, the yes. boy in the bubble, the after exactly special or from Bubble the Boy, 70s. <laughs> with Jake yes. Gyllenhaal or Bubble Boy from Seinfeld. Yes, not those. Um, 
So it's totally idyllic. It's Mm -hmm. amazing and fun. And so and I love the fact that, uh, you know, Jennifer being a friend and a neighbor twice over, you know, her family is my family now. Mm -hmm. And you actually came to me. You were looking for some help with a logo for your business. Yes, I was. Health Strong. Yes. And I got to play in the sandbox with you on that. And we... We landed on something. We did. And I came in even wearing my logo that you designed. Not, I realize nobody else can see it, but I wore it for Stacy. I will take a picture and I will show people. Um, now, your your business, I love and hate your business. <laughs> oh, gee, thanks. <laughs> well, I love your business because, A, it's completely authentic to you and your journey. And it is like it's your mission and your passion. And I love your business because your business is good for me. And that is why I hate your business. Ah, gotcha. Does that okay. make sense? Yes. Okay. So uh, Health Strong yes. came from where? Well, actually, I know where it came from. And I'm going to I'm going to tell I'm going to ask you to tell the story about when you were a kid and you identified the moment that you were like, I want to do something like this. Okay, I was going to say, well, there can come a lot of different moments when Hellstrong got started. So which one exactly are should we go I'm with? thinking origin story, kind okay. of. Okay. So when I was 13, I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. And um, when I was diagnosed, I had to go see a dietitian. Um, and so I went to this dietitian, my mom and I went, and, um, I came out of that first appointment and I looked at my mom. I said, I know exactly what I want to do with my life. This dietitian, um, she worked for Children's of Bellevue. Her name is Kathy Mahan. And she was just this vivacious redhead. And I just came out of there and I just, I loved her. Okay. Not the fact that she just told me all this stuff that I was no longer going to be able to eat, you know, and all that right. kind of thing. And this whole meal plan, everything, because we did things way back then. But she just had this attitude towards life, just this vivacious redhead. And I just walked out there and I said, Mom, I said, that is what I'm going to do someday. I want to be just like her. And um, so I did. I became a registered dietitian. I've been a registered dietitian now for 20 some for 20 some years. What I love is, uh, and it's part of the story, not part of the story, that you would go to school and tell that story because I just love the complete circle. The of complete it all. circle. Mm-hmm. I have, I've been realizing lately, I have a lot of com- complete circles in my life around mm-hmm. this stuff. But um, so I went to Washington State and Washington State University. They have a great nutrition program there. And um, throughout my time there, we, of course, you know, when you're in college, you got all these textbooks and everything like that. But there was always one main textbook that we used. But like most college kids, you really never pay attention that much to the intricacies of it. So, you know, it was my senior year and I was doing um, a big report on something. I don't remember what now. But one of the things you had to do, of course, was state your sources. So you had to have a bibliography to go along with it. So one of my sources was this textbook that I've been using now for four years. And I'm doing this bibliography, and I look at the name of the authors on there, and one of them is Kay Mahan. I'm like, there's absolutely no way that is the same Kay Mahan. 
And so, you know, I flipped open the pages and, you know, tells, gives you more complete description of the person. And sure enough, Kathleen Mahan. There it is. Children's of Bellevue. I was like, you have got to be kidding me. So this person, when I was 13 years old, who I went to, I think only once or twice and completely has inspired my journey for me to get here. Um, then she ends up being the main author of this textbook that I used all through college. And every college student in the nutrition program, you know, uses. I mean, it's. I love that she, from the beginning, was like a supportive, enthusiastic, guiding hand. Mm -hmm. It's like when you uh, take dance lessons and, you know, you're supposed to the the male or whoever is dancing in the male's role. uh, You're supposed to have a gentle but firm hand at the small of somebody's back, right, where you're guiding. Yes. And it's not forced at all. And it's those moments that that's what that reminds me of. You know, a mentor or a teacher or somebody in our life that has had this, like, kind of firm and guiding hand that, you know, we're like, oh, look at that. You know, it turns out that this hand has been supporting me all this time. Um, So, obviously, you learned a lot from her and you figured these things out. Now, you have then obviously, like most people, taken all of these different uh, opportunities, experiences, et cetera, and come up with your own philosophy about health and your approach to it. So what is, what's unique about your approach? What do you do that's uh, uniquely Amy? So, well, let me just, can I just back up a little bit no. with that? No, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just back up a little bit with that. So um, I've always been a, or yeah, always been a hospital-based uh, dietitian okay. working in outpatient nutrition care, which means that in the outpatient world, that means, you know, people are coming to see me. I'm not an, I'm not working as an inpatient dietitian where I'm going to see you when you're, you know, strapped to your bed with Thousands of, you know, wires. And exactly. Such. So may I interrupt and mm-hmm. ask the question, what kind of a scenario would have somebody coming to you to get this kind so of care? Patient Is it like, like you know, type my dad, when he had a heart attack and had to change his diet and suddenly started eating tons of fish? Is, That's is it, exactly okay. correct. So you are diagnosed with something. Um Personally, I specialize in adult weight management, diabetes, cardiovascular disease, um, bariatric surgery, which is somebody who's had weight loss surgery, um, cancer, um, and then most recently, sports nutrition. But that was generally not what you go to an outpatient dietitian for unless you're going specifically to a sports dietitian. So those are the types of things that most people are going to be referred to. Then there's, you know, dietitians that specialize in kidney disease, um, gastrointestinal disease, those kinds of things. But this is my particular specialty. So, yes, you have had recent labs done. And, oh, my goodness gracious, your glucose levels are high. You have prediabetes or you have type 2 diabetes or type 1 diabetes. Um, Your cholesterol levels are high. Your good cholesterol levels are low and they need to be raised up type of thing. And so... Yeah, these are the types of things that a um, physician would hopefully refer somebody to a dietitian for. Almost like prescribing. Like, exactly. Here's part of your, you know, recovery process. 
Well, I mean, food, healthy food is actually the best medicine you can possibly have. I mean, I would much rather be able to change my eating habits versus getting prescribed another medication. Yes. You know, because there is so much that food can do for you in so many positive ways. And really, it just comes from an overall healthy eating style and healthy lifestyle. Yes. So cheese doodles are not (laughs) the medicinal elixir that I would like them to be. Or going back to my previous um, French fries and Frosties. But yes, I am a real person. See, I do allow my kids to have that too at the same time. So even though I have this huge history of, you know, health and wellness and that type of thing, um, I am a real person. And so yes, that comes into your I take whole... my kids through the drive-thru. I love yes, that. Well, I do. And honestly, like that, that is for somebody like me that, you know, is, has always struggled with weight and trying to figure out that balance where I'm like, okay, I don't. I don't need to look like a supermodel. I don't want to look like a supermodel. Uh, and yet I know that I need to be more healthy. I need. I know I need to lose weight. And so working with somebody who, like, that makes me feel better. Well, my whole philosophy towards health and wellness. So, um, so going back to this. So one of the things, when you're working in a hospital-based setting, mm-hmm. you are really, um, you're structured around what insurance will pay for. Sure. Okay. So congratulations, you're diagnosed with diabetes. Okay. And now you go to the dietitian and yet your insurance says, oh, well, you can only have three appointments with the dietitian over the course of a year. Well, let me tell you, there's a whole, I mean, you can't even begin to unpack the beginning part of that in three appointments. So um, one of the things that I, and I have a whole wellness approach that I like to take with people. And so that was one of the things that was always very constricting being in the outpatient setting was, okay, I've only got X amount of time with you. Um, you know, how are we best going to use our time? And, and of course, also, you know, you have to stay in your own lane too. I'm a right. dietitian. I need to focus on nutrition. I can't really focus on anything else. But it everything goes together. Mm-hmm. So when I decided to... Um, to leave the hospital setting, and I decided to start my own small business. Actually, this all happened during COVID. COVID happened. I ended up having to take an extended leave of absence from my job Mm -hmm. because I have two wonderful children at home who were 8 and 10 at the time. And um, while I was at home, my husband, and actually Jennifer too, in two separate conversations, they both said the same thing to me. They're like, why don't you think about starting your own business. And I was like, oh, well, that's just stupid. I mean, <laughs> why would I want to do that? I'm not right. an entrepreneur in any way, shape, or form of the imagination. But I got support from my family and um, and all this kind of thing. And I decided that, yes, this would be something that would be fun and really interesting to do. And then I could do it on my own terms. Mm-hmm. So Health Strong was formed. And Basically, what it is, is I want to help you become, I'm doing air quotes here, health strong, um, nutritionally, physically, and mentally. So not just with the nutrition side of things, but um, with my clients, I'm able to talk about nutrition, of course, but also we talk about 
fitness. We talk about your stress levels. We talk about your sleep levels. And we also talk about your energy level. I mean, like, how do you feel at 3 o'clock in the afternoon? You know, do you need a nap at 3 o'clock in the afternoon? Can you not get yourself out of bed when you're, you know, when your alarm goes off in the morning? And so I'm able to take this overall complete health and wellness approach, which is what my passion truly lies in. And so I love being able to do it on my terms and not what insurance says. Oh, yeah. I mean, by the time, as you say, by the time you unpack the story, because I'm sure you had a ton of caseloads. And so Mm -hmm. really being able to review anything, by the time they come in and you're like, okay, what were you in for? Yeah. It's like, okay, we'll see you next time. And here's the recommendations. And And six months goes by. Right. Yeah. And that just doesn't work. And people need, you know, sometimes they want a a Sherpa in the journey, right? Mm -hmm. So the Sherpa does a lot of the, you know, heavy lifting. Let me show you where to step. Let me show you, like, which camp we should stop in uh, to rest. Let me show you these things. And so they're along the way. It doesn't take anything away from the journey because you're still doing it. And so some people want that. Some people are like, just tell me what to do. What to do. (laughs) Like, Give me the meal plan. Tell me what to do. Yes, exactly. And do you have clients that want those variations or is there one that you... Yes, but the biggest thing that people really want is accountability. They want to check in. So one of my philosophies, my biggest philosophy around all of this is that diet to me is a four-letter word. I hate the word diet. It has such a negative connotation to it. So I'm all about learning how to have a healthy lifestyle. Well, nobody is perfect and you cannot expect yourself to be perfect 100% of the time. But how many times do you start a new diet? Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, You read the book, you read the latest book that's out, you know, the latest craze that's out there and you're going on and you're, you're following whatever it is that you're telling you to. And then all of a sudden, one day, just the day is just not perfect. You know what I mean? You have a meeting after work. Your kids have this. Your kids, something else is going on. And you can't do it perfectly. Right. And you're completely stressed out about that. And so then. I know how this you ends. fall off the wagon, let's you just say. You eat a whole right? thing of cookies. There you, you go. You hide in the closet. You're yes. eating all the cheese doodles. And you find yourself like crying in a puddle. Right. Yeah. And so because of that, then you think, oh, my goodness, I'm a failure. And so therefore, I'm just not going to do it at all. Right. Well, but that's crazy. I mean, do you expect if you're talking to your best friend and they were to have that moment, would you tell them you're an awful person? Of course not. No. But yet we tell that to ourselves. Right. right? So my whole philosophy in terms of having a healthy lifestyle is that that's exactly what we're looking for. That's that. That's the word lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's not something for three weeks when we any of us can stand on our head for three weeks. Right. Um, But it's in terms of having a lifestyle. So my whole approach is the um, 80, 90, 20, 10 type of principle. In other words, let's do what you're supposed to be doing in order to have a healthy lifestyle 80 to 90 percent of the time. Let's Mm -hmm. make sure your nutrition is on track. Let's make sure we're getting in whatever regular exercise is going to mean to you. Let's make sure your sleep is good, your stress level is low, um, your energy levels are 
are, are good. Let's make sure all that is happening 80 to 90% of the time. So then we get to save that 10 to 20% of the time for when life gets in the way. But life getting in the way is different for every single person. Right. Okay. Maybe you're the person that needs to have chocolate every day. Well, great. Yeah. Let's figure out how to how you can have chocolate every single day of your life. If that is going to be the way that's going to keep you going with all that stuff, then let's keep the chocolate in there. Um, a few years ago, I had a patient. So I was working in a hospital setting. So mm-hmm. he's a patient, not a client as they are now. Um, and he comes to me and he was a younger guy, but he had just had all these labs done. Mm-hmm. And um, he was a younger guy and he was overweight. He had pre-diabetes. He had high cholesterol levels. Um, and so, you know, his doctor was sending him, you know, to me to, for help with all this stuff. And, and he comes in, he says, you know, Amy, he goes, I'll do anything you tell me to do, but I will not change Friday nights. And I was kind of like, okay, what's Friday, night? what's Friday nights? <laughs> and he goes, well, that's guy's night. And he goes, and guy's night is, you know, it's poker it's beer, it's that it's pizza, pizza wings, yep. and he goes, and Amy, he goes, I'm not gonna order thin crust, cheeseless, veggie <laughs> pizza. You know, he goes, I mean, we're doing, you know, the the meat lovers, cheese stuffed crust pizza type of thing. So we're like, I'm like, okay, all right. So we both agreed because of the quantity that he ate on Friday nights that that was gonna comprised for him of the 20%. Right. So he's like, as long as I don't have to change Friday nights, I'll do whatever. So he kept his Friday nights the same. We made changes to everything else, you know, with fitness and nutrition and everything else. And he lost the weight, changed his labs around. So his glucose levels went down. His cholesterol levels went in the directions they needed to go. And he was able to incorporate that into his lifestyle. And so that is what I love. It's like nobody has to be perfect. We should not, we don't expect perfection from anything else in our life. Mm -hmm. So why do we feel like we have to be spot on 100% all the time when it comes to nutrition and fitness and those kind of things? So it's the same philosophy. And um, my clients really appreciate that, that. I'm not going to get mad at them. I'm not the food police. Right. You're not mom. You're not like... I'm not going to get mad at you. And the thing is, I have worked alongside dietitians in the past, and I can hear them talking to their, you know, clients or their patients mm-hmm. in their offices, and they're like getting mad at them because somebody had a stressful day and they had a Snickers bar, and I'm like, Why? I mean, of all the candy bars to have, honestly, I'm like at least, <laughs> at least got, there's some peanuts in there. There's some protein, right? <laughs> right. I mean, I'm just saying. <clears throat> exactly. That's actually what my son says to me about peanut Emmet. About, about peanut M&M's. He's like, well, mom, there, you know, there's peanuts in there, right? Right. So, I mean, that's good. Like, it cuts down the ratio. Exactly. Of chocolate, probably. Exactly. But it's, it's like, that's not, that's not who I am. I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get mad at you. I'm not going to make you feel guilty. I'm going to be your biggest cheerleader. Okay. I do reserve the right to maybe tease you or make fun of you about something. You know, I've had, I tell you, one thing about being in this industry is that, you know, you hear some really interesting food combinations. Like peanut butter and pickles. Okay. Really? Were, you they, know? were they pregnant? I, no, this was a guy. Was he pregnant? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, you know, okay, so I might tease you. I might, you know, laugh about, 
something along with you, but I'm not going to make you mad. I'm not going to get mad at you about something that you had or did not do. I'm not going to make you feel guilty about anything. You know, I'm going to be your biggest cheerleader. And I mean, that's my thing is that I want to empower you to make healthy choices. I want to help encourage and inspire you to make healthy choices. And that's actually my mission statement with HealthStrong is to empower, encourage, and inspire you to live your best and healthiest life. I love that. Mm -hmm. Um, Today when um, I got to spend, you know, like two minutes with uh, Busy, she was talking about, um, you know, something came up about meds. And she's like, here's what uh, my mentor told me about meds. Meds should mean mental health, exercise, diet, and sleep. Oh, I like that. I thought you would like that. I like that. Yes. Right? Yes. And that that is the first meds that you should try. Mm-hmm. And I I so appreciate that. And, mm-hmm. you know, that... We all seem to have such a weird narrative in our head about, you know, health and nutrition and that all of us have different bodies, different body types, different metabolism. I mean, I always have had, you know, I'm built more like my dad than my mom. My mom, when I was growing up, she is like, you know, tiny little slip of a woman. And that was a hard thing. And when you don't know these things about nutrition and you don't know about what you're supposed to eat, you can have this uh, narrative about it. And so, you know, it was like, well, why don't you do this? And then you'll look like this. And, you know, mom meant no harm. You know, she's doing what I've done to my kids. Like, we'll do this and this. And you forget that everybody is different and that, Probably if I were to eat and drink what my mother did for a month and I would gain a ton of weight. And then if she were to eat and drink what I do for an entire month, she would probably lose weight. It's just in part how, A, how active we are. Um, It's the metabolism Mm -hmm. and age and just all these different factors that come in. And yet what do we do? We pick up the most recent People magazine, Us Weekly magazine, whatever, and we compare ourselves to the airbrushed, absolutely perfect-looking celebrity that is on there, and this is who we Mm -hmm. think we are supposed to look like. And um, everything that you just said is so true. It's like we we can follow, um, I don't know, Gwyneth Paltrow's Okay, we can follow her. Exactly. You know, it's like we can follow what she eats every single day. Um, I'm not going to live her life. I'm not going to look like her. Right. Well, and and the other and the other thing is, okay, celebrities also have slightly different lifestyles. Right. You know, they've got nannies. They've got personal chefs and things like that. I mean, it's like, really, you know, they're not doing their own laundry or shuttling the kids back and forth to 10 million sports and school and, you know, it, you know, and all this kind of thing. She and is so, not in a puddle in her pantry eating a sleeve of Oreos. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, and you know, so, she might be, but I mean, we can, but we do. We look and we compare and it's, um, it's unhealthy to have that. But it's like, yeah, but where else do we look? You know, it's kind of like the thought. So actually, in the past few years, as um, they've started bringing out more uh, 
normal, I'm going to say with air quotes here, normal sized models, you know, people that look like real people. Thank goodness. Right. Um, Actually, I think I shared on my Facebook page a few months ago the cover of I believe it was Health Magazine, Mm -hmm. because finally on the cover was somebody that was not a stick figure. And Uh I was like, thank goodness. Thank you. In a bikini. So exactly. Who starves themselves for the three months before the shoot (laughs) to make sure that they look good in said bikini. With the airbrushed makeup and the perfect hair and all those kind of things, right? So, I mean, it's just like, I I was like, thank you so much for putting this on the cover. Well, and that, I think, is what we need to get. I mean, if you think back, Marilyn Monroe, she was actually like a size 10. Yeah. And yet, now we look at that and we're like, oh, my goodness. Right. You know, how could she have been a model at that point? And then Twiggy took over. And unfortunately, yeah. we've never really come out of the Twiggy kind of... Lifestyle, at least not yet. It's but we're getting we're getting better though. We are getting better getting and better. What what is interesting is how ingrained that judgment is because um, well, I think it starts with Barbie. Well, when you're a kid, and yes, for girls. I, anyway. I think about like uh, last night on I think it was last night uh, or I think it was last night on uh, Tonight Show. No, James Corden Late Late Show. He had Lizzo on. And she was wearing this, like, latex blue dress, kind of a ruched dress. Now, for people that are listening that don't know who Lizzo is, she is this unbelievably fierce, her voice is unbelievable, uh, singer, and she's heavy. She's a heavy set gal. And so she's wearing this, you know, one shoulder, uh, long sleeve, the other sleeveless, as I said, like, kind of latexy ruched dress. And her belly is showing like you can see her belly button, Mm -hmm. like kind of, you know, it's not that it was bare skin. It's just that you could see. And it's so interesting because on the one hand, I'm like, you go, girl. And then on the other hand, I'm like, didn't somebody tell her about like how you need to ruche across the belly? And it's it's just this automatic judgment that we all have. Mm -hmm. And, you know. And by the way, she may be a bigger gal, but she's got pipes and you can't be not healthy and sing the way that she sings and perform the way that she performs. So we all have so much work to do on this kind of stuff. Well, there's a lot within the health world. um, There's a lot of talk nowadays about more body positivity, Mm -hmm. um, health at every size, because, um, yes, it's true. Okay. Generally, if somebody is overweight, um, there are generally more health concerns that can go along with that. Sure. Diabetes, heart disease, those types of things. Um, However, you know, actually, I remember um, there was a commercial that came out, gosh, like 10 years ago, and it was for, I believe, a cholesterol. Yeah, it was for cholesterol-lowering medication. Okay. And um, I remember it being thrilled to death when I saw this commercial because— the person that they were showing in the commercial was a female. Mm-hmm. She was thin and she was um, she was a surfer. I was like, thank you right. for pointing out that-, that somebody who does not necessarily fit the picture, okay, because mm-hmm. here she is thin, she's active, yet you can still be at risk for heart disease. Um, I've had many people in my office who – have high BMIs, okay, so you're overweight, mm-hmm. possibly obese, and yet no other 
conditions going on. That is the only thing going on. And then I've had plenty of people in my office who are thin and they're they're like, I don't understand why my blood sugars are so high, Mm -hmm. why my cholesterol level is so high. I'm like, I exercise. I mean, you hear about, you know, people that run marathons and they have a heart attack, Mm -hmm. you know, why they're running a marathon. And so we have these preconceived notions and Okay. I mean, some of them, yes. I mean, generally speaking, again, somebody that's overweight is usually going to be like more at risk. Be. But um, but that's just, it's just not always 100% right. of the case. There's always more to the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of that, we are quickly running out of time, if you can believe it. Let's take a quick break because you promised, threatened uh, some Stacyisms. Oh, yes, I have three of them for I you. am excited to hear them. So let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, we will chat more with Wonderful. Amy. Are you stuck in a creative straitjacket going crazy trying to find a different way out? Exhausted from trying to make old ideas feel fresh? And relevant, Popcorn and Noodle is a boutique agency that specializes in popcorning new ideas and noodling on existing ones for entrepreneurs and small businesses. Whether it's ideas about what to name a new venture, how to promote your services, or which direction to consider next, Popcorn and Noodle serves ideas that pop and stick. Don't go crazy. Go to popcornandnoodleideas.com. Creative solutions serve daily. Stacy Heller is many things entertaining yet enlightening. She's a talk show host channeling her inner Fallon. Like Winston Wolf, she's a fixer who gets things done with style. Practical, like Dr. Ruth. Stacy isn't afraid of the uncomfortable when searching for answers. She's your biggest fan and sees your potential before you do. Most of all, Stacy Heller is a synapse who can connect impulses and ideas about your business and yourself into possibility. To connect with Stacy, go to StacyConnects.com. Stacy Connects, it's her superpower. Find out the latest about your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150. Check out 1150kknw.com. Welcome back to Stacy Connects. So during the break, Uh, we started, well, we continued the conversation that we were having. And one of the things that Amy brought up is that having been diagnosed with diabetes at such a young age, you know, that is, that's something that people can relate to. And that's inspiring. Like you can work with whatever it is you've got going on health wise and find some harmony in your approach to health. Well, I understand what people are going through. Um, you know, somebody comes, they've recently been diagnosed with something. And if you're somebody who is in the health care world and you've never had a health issue before, you don't understand that. Whereas yet, I completely understand, A, what it's like to be diagnosed with a, you know, with a long-term medical condition. But I also understand what it's like to have to make the lifestyle changes Mm -hmm. that need to go. I understand what it's like to have to, you know, be working out even on the days where you're just exhausted and you don't want to be doing that because Mm -hmm. I know for my blood sugars, it's a better thing. Or, you know, I need to say no to something um, 
food wise because I know that's not going to be in my best interest. And it's like, really, I can't have that. Right. You know, kind of thing. So I get it. And that makes me really relatable to my clients. And I have heard that many times over the years that they are just really appreciative of the fact that they know that I can relate to them and that they can trust me and that um, it's coming from a place of personal understanding, not just necessarily, um, you know, professionally or what I learned in school or whatever. I've always said um, about myself that I am not textbook smart. I'm not. Don't ask me the science behind. <laughs> okay, I am, I'm not a textbook smart kind of person, but I'm more street smart because I think of that background that I have with that. Sure. And you've got to, you know, there's something to be said for, um, as I said, that's also inspiring that it's like, okay, if I don't have something that I'm working with, like, what's my excuse? Like, really? <laughs> so, um, okay. So you told me that you have some stasisms. Yes. Which have sort of, if they're yours, it makes them amyisms, but... I'm I'm happy to steal them. Well, so. in the spirit of Stacey. Okay. okay. Okay, we'll go with that. What do you got? So my first one for you, and this did not come from me. Um, this came from a gal by the name of Kathy Bowman. I read it in Health Magazine. Um, but it is, walking is a serving of vegetables in your fitness diet. Oh, I love that. I like that because, you know, we always talk about vegetables are so important to have in there. But mm-hmm. walking is the same thing. It's the easiest and most convenient form of exercise that you can do. So it's really my favorite, too. Walking is a serving of vegetables in your fitness diet. I love that. Okay. So um, thank you, Kathy Bowman, for that one. All right. Um, now, this one I put together myself from a couple different things, and I kind of joined it all together. Okay. And I've started using this one a lot with my kids, and that is dream big because the possibilities are endless and are only limited by your imagination. I love that. Thank you. And that's such a great thing to tell kids that are now, I'm guessing, 10 and 12. Yes. And, you know, it goes with that hope thing, right? It's mm-hmm. the it's the approach exactly. to life and the right. approach to opportunity. Oh, okay. All right. Next and then one. the last one is, um, and it, this is um, not a new, th- I mean, you've probably heard this one before, but health is a marathon, not a sprint. Okay, it is very much the tortoise and the hare story, right? Slow and steady will win. (laughs) Slow and steady will win the race every single time. You know, everybody wants the quick fix. You know, they want to lose 20 pounds, you know, by tomorrow. Uh, Well, it probably didn't take you one day to gain the 20 pounds either. Yet we expect to be able to lose the 20 pounds in, you know, a day, a week or something like that. Right. But actuality... It doesn't happen that way. Yeah. So slow and steady will always win the race. So health is a marathon, not a sprint. I love that. And besides, like it's not cool to wear fur anymore, like a hair. And like tortoiseshell. <laughs> I hadn't is, thought about that. And tortoiseshell <laughs> is like such a cute accessory. <laughs> so you get the little tortoiseshell glasses. Right? That'd you know, be right? so cute. There you go. Oh my gosh. I really about that. <laughs> um, you know, it, I'm a little ridiculous. So uh, if people are interested in learning more about HealthStrong, learning more about you and your journey, they want to connect with you, where do they go? So my website is healthstrong.fit, which I love. Okay, I love the dot fit part of it. How perfect is that, right? So healthstrong, H-E-A-L-T-H-S-T-R-O-N-G, dot fit, all one word. Um, I have my website. 
And I'm also on LinkedIn, not on Facebook or Instagram yet. Working on that. I'm just not very social media savvy. So we're not so working on that one. Honestly, that's probably good for your mental health. So there you <laughs> yeah. go. So, but if you get on my website, there is a contact me page um, on there so that you can always um, message me from that. And I will respond very quickly. I love it. Thank you for being a guest on the show. Thank you so much. And I am so excited to be on Stacy Connects. Now, congratulations Thank on you. the um, new name of the show and the second show that you will be starting as soon as, you know, Gonzaga wins. wins. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Next week, I've got Kathleen Hunter. We're going to talk about letting stuff go. Thanks, Eric. Thank you. Thank you.